0: The Church Media Podcast, episode 162, The Best Tools for Team Collaboration, with Alan Keyes. Let's do it. This is the Church Media Podcast. The definitive podcast for helping you create dynamic experiences and build solid media production teams at your church.
1: Exclusive interviews and church media training from From the the best best minds minds in ministry ministry and Christian Christian entertainment.
0: Useful practical content in the areas of audio, Audio. lighting, video, video, stage design, volunteer culture, and more. And
1: now, broadcasting from the ministry headquarters of 1230 Media, here's your host, Carl Barnhill.
0: Welcome to episode number 162 of the podcast. We're seeing huge numbers of people finding us lately. So if you're new to the podcast, thanks so much for listening. We're glad to have you here. We try each and every week to give you practical tips and insight into creating dynamic experiences at your church. You might be a tech director or worship leader or other creative at your church. You are one of us. Feel free to check out our website for tons more content. The podcast is produced by the ministry of 1230 Media. You can visit us online at 1230.media. That's 1230, the numbers or the letters spelled out, 1230.media to check us out. Today on the show, I welcome Alan Keyes from Streams Church in Glendale, Arizona. Alan serves as the executive pastor of the church. He has served with students, kids, and adults, and oversees all the ministries that happen in the church every week. Alan was struggling a few years ago to find the best tools to use for collaborating with his creative staff team. He went on the hunt to find the right tool to use to help his team be most efficient. We'll talk all about his findings today. But first, I want you to hear about some of our new worship media releases at 1230 Media. Check this out. Hey guys, I want to take a quick minute to tell you about our brand new custom media packages at 1230 Media. We produce custom sermon series, design, graphics, series trailers, bumpers, and more. We've bundled our most popular orders on our website to save you time and money. I want you to take a look at our custom media packages at 1230.media forward slash pricing. Let's do some math real quick. To produce the same amount of content that we're offering in our packages each month, your church would spend an average of $40,000 a year on a graphic designer, another $40K on a video producer, and another $50K on a motion designer. That's over $130,000 a year to expand your creative staff team. With our custom media services, we can help you transform your worship experiences by offering an entire creative team for a fraction of the cost. And you may be a church that either can't afford the salaries of an entire team or your current team is completely tapped out and you can't get to content for other ministries like your children's or student ministry. We can help expand your creative team at a fraction of the cost of bringing on multiple full-time hires. Get all the details on our website at 1230.media forward slash pricing. That's 1230.media forward slash pricing. 1230.media forward slash pricing. Check it out today.
1: This is an exclusive interview from the ministry of 1230 Media. Here is church media coach Carl Barnhill.
0: Hey guys, Carl here. Before we dive into the interview this week, I want to warn you that the audio was a little rough on this one. We apologize for that. We were experiencing some heavy rainstorms in our area at the time, uh, and we chose to go ahead and record the interview due to me and Alan's schedule. So I'm going to ask that you forgive this one as not the normal audio quality that you're used to, but I think the content is really valuable and that you'll get a lot out of it. So thanks for your patience and forgiveness this week. My interview with Alan Keyes. Here we go. Hey, guys, my guest today is Alan Keyes. Alan is the executive pastor of Streams Church in Glendale, Arizona. With over 10 years of ministry experience, including student, kids, and adults, he has a passion to see people discover and experience God's calling on their lives. He currently oversees the various ministries of Streams and provides administrative oversight for the church. Alan, welcome to the podcast, man. Thanks for the time.
2: Yeah, it's been so great uh, to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely, man. Now, you are the executive pastor um, at Streams Church. Tell us kind of about your position there, about the church, um, and about some of the things that you do on a weekly basis there.
2: Yeah, so Streams Church was planted in 2004 out in the, the West Phoenix area. And I actually came on staff here in 2009 uh, as the youth pastor at that point. Uh, We were at that time frame. The the church had been going for about five years. We were meeting in a theater. Uh, on Sunday mornings, uh, we would do service, and then they would start the movies right after us. So, you know, we were limited on the amount of time we could be there and all of that. And so in 2010, we started, as we were continuing to grow, we started looking for a, a place to move to where we could expand. Uh, and We came across, uh, actually, a church property that was being sold, uh, and we moved into that in 2010. Uh, but along with that, all of the space on the campus uh, is is being utilized for services for classes and there's there's actually not any office space on campus and we had always been a very very mobile office at, you know up until that point and and so you know we continued to kind of operate in that mode and then in two thousand. 12, uh, as we continued to to expand and grow, we were kind of seeing the need for kind of another pastoral position on staff, uh, more of an oversight of the various ministries, and just kind of making sure everything was running uh, efficiently. And there was a young man and his wife that was interning with me as as kind of aides to the youth pastor, and... They had a, felt a call in their life in, into ministry, and so they stepped into the role of youth pastor, and I transitioned into kind of a created position, uh, executive pastor. And so now I've been doing that for about the past five years. And it's kind of been a, a slowly evolving process uh, as we have grown as a church uh, you know, now we're about a church of around 500 uh, operating out of that campus. We run a couple of services on Sunday mornings and then various things throughout the week. And so I kind of, I oversee the youth pastor, the children's coordinator, the volunteer coordinator, worship coordinator, all those kind of various ministries, making sure everything's coordinated together, running as smoothly as possible. Uh, so that's kind of, that's kind. Of a birds
0: eye view of, of my position. Now you you mentioned that you guys kind of do mobile mobile offices. You don't have a kind of a central office space. And so that's that's kind of right. Uh, one thing I really want to drill into in this podcast this week is to chat about tech tools for the church, now you guys have used some specific tools to help you have uh, you know office in different places and still communicate and collaborate as a team. Um, so, and I'm also thinking of the multi-site movement as well. So, I've served in two uh, multi-site church environments where the collaboration between campuses between between teams really needed some help technically. You know, if there were t- tools that we use, video conference or uh, Skype or, uh, you know, different project management systems, things like that to kind of uh, help the team collaborate better. Uh, but I, re- I really want to talk to you about that. So set us up here. How, how have you spent some time maybe helping innovate um, some different ways that churches or your, your team um, has been able to communicate better together?
2: Right. You know, five years ago, when I moved into the executive role, there were just three. That basically moved us from two full-time staff members to three full-time staff members, and so a pretty small team. Uh, and at that point, email and texting were, for the most part, working often as best as they can. And but as we begin to bring on part-time. Uh, future part-time staff and and filling in some other positions and and then bringing some volunteers uh, kind of into more leadership positions and and realizing that email and texting were working not as well as they always had. And, and we all know you start an email chain, somebody gets to reply all, or somebody does reply all and they shouldn't have replied all, or just various, various things that can happen in that. And, and there was a breakdown of communication. You know, we had, uh, because a lot of our staff is part time, we do a monthly staff meeting, so we're not even necessarily all in the same room except for one time a month. Uh, to meet and strategize and to talk about things. So I, along with our youth pastor, started exploring some options. Uh, I love technology. I love to, to say, hey, how can technology help us Help supplement the things that we're doing and make it better? So uh, I'm kind of that guy that likes to try out everything. So I tried out probably five to eight different uh, communication tools, uh, everything from some of the big names in, in the in you know, a world of technology like Slack and HipChat, to mm-hmm. some new startups, uh, different things I had found through Product Hunt. And we actually ended up landing on a, on a technology tool called Glip, uh, a part of the Ring Central brand. And we tested it out. We've now been using it for about two, I'd say, two and a half years. Uh, as kind of our primary communication collaboration tool uh, within our church, uh, within our church leadership.
0: So tell me about the, the app and the software. What is it? What does it do? And how has it helped your team? Okay.
2: Yeah, so primarily uh, it's a communication tool, but what I've come to find is that it. It, it links together so many different aspects of what we do. So there's a there's a desktop app on Windows and Mac computers, and then there's mobile phone apps for iOS and Android. And you can create, obviously, one-on-one conversations. You can create team conversations. You can uh, create kind of ad hoc team conversations if you're, if you're just needing to talk about something with a few people, but you don't need to create a whole Kind of team around it, um, but the beauty of it is that we were very heavily invested in Box uh, cloud storage mm-hmm. and Google Drive, the Google basically the Google ecosystem. <laughs> um, and Griff works so remarkably well with kind of pulling in these other collaboration tools, so we can share easily share documents, uh, spreadsheets files, you know, multimedia files, all of that, that are, are stored in our cloud storage platforms uh, like Google Drive and Box. We can share those, collaborate on them. Um, Grip also has note-taking capabilities, and, and you can create notes. People can annotate uh, talk through those things, add to the notes as needed. You can create a team if you're working on a specific project, bring everybody into that team that needs to be communicating. That way nobody's left out of the loop. If you find out, oh, we need to bring somebody else into this conversation it's easy to do uh, the mobile apps for us have been at least for me have been very key because we are so mobile uh, to be able to easily jump into a conversation, reply to something, uh, be a part of that conversation, pull in a do- share a document remote you know while I'm out at a coffee shop, share a document in glip uh, there's also uh, tasks, so you can assign tasks in GRIP and assign those to someone or to multiple people and, and track how those are, are being completed and done. Uh, we've had a couple interns uh, this past year that were, uh, you know, obviously a part of those conversations, and, and we're able to assign tasks, track how those are being accomplished and done. Uh, there's, We haven't used it as, as much as... Probably some people would, but uh, GLIP also gives you the capabilities of doing video conferencing uh, through the apps, creating meetings, and setting up that video conferencing. Uh, so it's kind of a wide, kind of a wide swath of of different capabilities that you can do through Glip
0: So the main uh, benefit, the main purpose that I'm hearing you say is it really helps with the messaging. Uh, of, of between your team, is it is it project? Is it a project management app, or is it more a, a messaging app between your team, or both?
2: I, I would say it's both, uh, because you know if, if we have a large event that's happening or, or something that we're planning for, we'll create a, a team in there and bring everybody into that conversation that needs to be a part. But then uh, if there's Graphics that need to be shared, those can be shared in there. If there's a, a document or a spreadsheet, or some, those can be shared in that conversation. Everybody then has access, can work on those various documents from from within the app, make comments, um, you know, create tasks uh, that are pertinent to that specific event. So it it really becomes a project management tool. Um, but then. It's kind of—I almost see it as being as simplistic as you need it to be at times, than being as complex as you need it other times.
0: All right. So some other tools. and We'll come back to the app in just a second. But some other tools that um, you mentioned that you use were uh, like uh, Google Drive and all of its other applications, as well as Box. Um, is there a reason mm-hmm. that you use Box over a Dropbox? Is it because of the integration? with this app, or give me some reasons why you choose Box.
2: Yeah, so so the, the app actually integrates with Dropbox, it integrates with OneDrive, it integrates with Evernote, uh, so there's actually quite there's a few other quite a few other integrations and as far as kind of those major cloud services it integrates really well back to the question on box so and this may be applicable across the board to some other things there's an organization or website you can called techsoup.org so P-E-C-H, S-O-U-P, TechSoup.org. And they work with some major companies uh, Microsoft, uh, Adobe, uh, Box is one of those to get you basically nonprofit pricing uh, for products. And so Box is one of those partners. And so what we have with Box is we have 100 gigs of storage shared between 10 users uh, for free uh, through this. It's basically their lowest business tier, uh, Box's lowest business tier that we receive for free, and we go all that through TechSoup. Uh, So honestly, for us, it kind of came down to Box was free (laughs) uh, through that. Through, through that organization. Yes. Uh, that's open to any, to any organization that's a nonprofit, which is, you know, all churches out there, you can apply, you know, once they verify your nonprofit status, then you can, can use these different resources they have. So that's how we ended up on Box. Uh, we got in with Google Drive, you know, through their nonprofit uh, free tier, which also kind of leads me to one of the other things on GLIP uh, it's completely free, whether you're a nonprofit or not. Uh Grip is, from my understanding, is kind of an underwritten by Ring Central, the parent company, and it's completely free for use. So that's been another beauty of of that. So hope that answers the question of why box over Dropbox. Yeah, it kind of really came down to financial decision.
0: So you've mentioned several tech tools that we can use to integrate and collaborate. Or integrate our team together and collaborate together. Um, uh, the the GLIP uh, messaging app. You've mentioned Box. You've mentioned TechSoup.org to to check out. Mm-hmm. Um, now this the the GLIP app is a part of a company called Ring Central, right? Tell me about that. Maybe some other things that they offer.
2: So I. And, again, I haven't gone – I'm probably not the the best spokesperson mm-hmm. for this, but I know that RingCentral has one of their core offerings is uh, VOIP uh, calling. So kind of off – and then video messaging and, and those type of things for large corporations. So from my understanding, I think that that is at the core of who RingCentral is. And then this is kind of a – Kind of a subsidiary app that right. they've created that kind of that obviously ties in very well to those and those are all paid uh, paid subscriptions uh, but Glip ties into those very well we're not using any of those but I think that's
0: from what I understand that's what's there gotcha so at the risk of asking you the same question twice um, uh, and you you might have answered this already but how can this app be most efficiently used in church world. Um, Bring us back into the church setting. How have you, uh, maybe in planning worship experiences or collaborating with different ministries in your church, walk me through how the GLIP app has helped you in ministry.
2: Okay. So for our internal purposes, for our staff, right now we have uh, three full-time staff and four part-time staff, and then a couple interns, and then a, then a few volunteers. So internally, day-to-day communication, we've tried to push everyone to communicate through GLIP. Uh, don't send me an email. Don't send me a text. GLIP me, <laughs> you know. Mm. So for day-to-day communications, that has worked really well. Uh, then we have, you know, a we have a team with staff. And so those four or sorry three full time, four part-time staff, they're the only ones that are part of that team. So our monthly staff meetings, we create a document in GLIP uh, that track all of the notes. and then people at any time that sits, sits there easily accessible. Uh, people can access those, uh, add to the conversation that's happening in that staff. Uh, team, if if something needs to be working on, We do, uh, you know, I'm thinking recently, uh, last fall, every fall we do a huge fall festival at a park uh, here in the area. And we actually, instead of doing Sunday services, we actually have our service in the park and then, you know, inflatables and games and and all of that following. Uh, But we use GLIP to to plan that, you know, as far as tasks that need to be completed, uh, sharing all the, the documents, creating Google Docs to kind of track some of the things that we're doing, uh, back-and-forth conversation between people. Hey, did this get taken care of? Hey, I thought it'd be great to, to, to rent this and, and have it there. Did we make sure that the, all the worship stuff is, is being taken care of? Um, kind of tracking all of those things and everybody... Ultimately, everybody being having a place that they can be on the same page when a project is happening, and not having to go sift through emails and you know all of those things has been great. And Glip has a great search function, so just like you could in a in an email, you know, like with Gmail, go and search your conversations, you can search in Glip. I remember they were talking about you know, the name of this company, you know, I could type in the name of the company and it would pull up any conversation that had that mentioned in it. And then I could go to that conversation, get the context of it and, and pull that in. So hopefully that answers a little bit, you know, a couple of, of ways that we've used it.
0: And you mentioned the uh, the magical word of free, uh, <laughs> right. Uh, especially for Church World. Um, t- t- tell me about uh, is it like a, an ad system or is it uh, p- pay for extra features or is it all free? Walk me through that.
2: Yeah, so you know, funny thing was when we were testing out different apps, we were looking at, I mean, we were willing to pay uh, you know, for some paid solutions and we came across Grip and see, okay, it's free, but then there's always, well, what's the catch? Uh-huh. <laughs> and there are absolutely no ads. Uh, there's no advertisements have ever come across, or you know, any in the app on the desktop or anything. So no ads. Um, the only and and all the features that we're using that I've been talking about are all free. All the integrations are free. Uh, so I, one quick use case, which again is free. At, Some of you may know Zapier or Zapier. I never know which way to pronounce it, but uh, which is, uh, you know, basically, if you kind of, if this happens in this product, Mm -hmm. then it will happen in this product. So, uh, for example, use Google Calendar. If a new event gets created in Google Calendar, it creates a conversation in we in Glimp so that we can. Basically, I can track to make sure that graphics are being created. Mm. Uh, so, again, those, those integrations are all free. And the only thing that I know of that you can pay more for, I think you get five, and I'm speaking off of memory here, so I might be missing this a little bit, but I think it's 500 minutes of video messaging a month, so video conferencing, and then if you need more uh, Than that, you can pay. Um, but as far as I know, that's the only thing that you would need to pay for if you were going. No, we got We do tons of video conferencing, and you know, we don't want to use Hangouts, or you know, we wanted everything to be within Glip. Uh, I mean, we've never come across that because we definitely don't do that much video conferencing every month. But I feel like that's a pretty Pretty high tier, so yeah. Every everything about the app has been free, and there's been no advertisements, so it's been great.
0: Is there a desktop application as well, so I can use it as yeah. a project management on my desktop?
2: Yeah. So I, I uh, one of our guys is a Mac. You know, we we have it all gone Mac or Windows. You know, one way or the other. So there's both a Mac desktop app and a Windows desktop app that uh, have you know. Bringing notifications and all of that to your desktop, so it, it integrates very, yeah, very well, and that's again free as well as the app for your phone.
0: So, uh, so let me ask you about. So, we've talked about this this messaging at Glip, at app, Glip app, Glip, uh, and and some other tools. What are some? Do you have any other tech tools or um, suggestions for? Um, either websites or tools or apps that you guys have used there are streams um, to help you communicate with your team or, or with other um, ministries in your in your church?
2: Yeah, so, I mean, talking about communication, uh, you know, we have some, it's for simple communication, for easy onboarding for people, you know, we use GroupMe because uh, it works with texting, and but that's more of a, uh, when you're talking about groups within our church, uh, actually help with our young adults group, and, and we use it for that. And so we found that it works good if you're just looking for a simple, need to push information out to people. In a in, instead of just doing group texting, uh, GroupMe has worked. Uh, definitely, TechSoup. I, I mean, if you're looking beyond communication, right. uh, you know, if, if you're using the Adobe suite. Uh, They'll get you a discount, not for free, but they'll get you a discount on that. They offer a great connection with Microsoft's nonprofit, uh, And so you can get the desktop apps of all the Microsoft Office Suite for next to nothing. And then you can actually get a uh, yearly Microsoft non subs- nonprofit subscription for free, which obviously gets you all the online Microsoft apps which we don't use but you also get a, I think it's 50, um, 50 users with, on OneDrive, which every user gets a terabyte of storage. So a ton of online storage for free which has been great. I, we actually use that for archiving stuff um, that we just need to kind of get out of our main workflow and, and just have it sit there. Um, Let's see. We use, uh, we use a company called Church Teams. I can make a plug for them, too. ChurchTeams.com. That's our database management. So all of our... That actually takes care of our database, all of our, so kind of our church management solution, our online giving, text-to-give. Uh, they have a texting platform, all of our events... Uh, our email communication that goes out to our church, all of that is taken care of through church teams, so kind of a one-stop shop for big picture, you know, when, you, when you're talking, mm-hmm. pushing it out to everyone, and then being a place where everyone can go to register, give, uh, all of those kind of things. And, and, they, and their, their pricing is very, very reasonable.
0: So as it relates to, to church media, is, are there ways that you've used these tools? You mentioned graphics a little bit and kind of putting that, um, you know, attaching that uh, with the app and, and different things. Is there anything related to church media or communications or church production that you've used these apps for? Yeah.
2: You know, one thing on, just jumps off to mine and, I'm thinking for probably some use cases would be good. I know you can attach images uh, and, and PDF documents in Glip, and then those can be annotated within within Glip. So, say you're creating a, you know a graphic for something, and you want to share it with with your team and get some feedback on it. Uh, you know, then they can actually annotate on that graphic and you know make some notes. Hey, I hate hate that font, love that font, you know, and that's the wrong date, or, you know, whatever that looks like. Um, So so I think in that aspect of being able to collaborate on design work uh, would would be a a great avenue. Um, Obviously, the cloud storage elements, making those where they're not tied down to a single computer, and, you know, you got to you know, email it through or, you know, attach it or, or whatever. Uh, the Clouds, are, you know, Box and, and OneDrive and Google Drive are really great for that because everybody can access it, your media. Um, so, yeah. Great. Yeah, I think it really comes back to this so the collaboration part of media mm-hmm. is, is where this comes in really handy,
0: right? Well, man, uh, you've given us so much to think about. In fact, we're going to put a, a kind of a PDF together of all these tools, and it'll be on the show notes page for this episode of the podcast, so that people can go and check out the uh, the Glip app and and the other applications and tools that you've mentioned. So I'm so excited to to share these solutions because I know that, um, it can take maybe some of the research or grunt work. Um, not that we all don't want to try some things for ourselves, but to know what other people, other churches are doing and the solutions that they, um, have found, um, does kind of help to, to take some of the grunt work away. Um, and the research time that maybe you guys spent to, um, uh, you know, in researching stuff to to, to use. So um, maybe w- one last plug here, or one last, uh, you know, parting thoughts uh, as we wrap today um, uh, on these apps, or is there anything that you'd like to encourage our audience to, to do in using them?
2: Yeah, you know, I, I think the biggest thing, encouragement, is find something that works and then adopt it, uh, which is, I, I feel like adoption can sometimes be the hardest thing uh, when you're talking about even something like a communication app. And I constantly somebody will send me an email and then I'll reply to them and glimp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but but it's that finding what works for for you and your team, and then being consistent with that, uh, and and pushing adoption for that. It would be my biggest encouragement, you know, because sometimes you can get so scattered over so many different things, and we've been guilty of that before, Uh, and and then things get lost. But but finding something that works really well and then getting everybody on the same page.
0: Yep, excellent. Well, Alan, thank you so much for your time today, man. I really, really appreciate it. How can we learn more about Streams Church or follow you online?
2: Yeah, so our website is streamschurch.org. And uh, from there, you can connect to our Facebook page, uh, YouTube channel. Um, you know, all of our various kind of aspects of, of that are available uh, there. But that's kind of the, that's a good starting point.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you so much, man. Uh, blessings on your church, and uh, really appreciate your time today, brother.
2: Okay,
1: you're welcome. This has been an
0: all-access interview from 1230
1: Media. For more interviews, training, and exclusive content for your production team, visit 1230.media slash training. And now, your church media tip of the week. Useful tips and tricks to help you transform the worship experiences at your church.
3: Hey friends, my name is Steve Dirks. I'm with Shannon Baptist Church here with another church media tip. Your church media tip this week is collaborate, with your worship team. I promise you, if you implement this tip, your Pro Presenter Operator along with the rest of your production team will not only get by, but will excel at the execution of your service. I know this may sound simple, but having strong collaboration between the production booth or control room and the stage is key to an effective service. Here are some ideas for collaboration between these teams. First off, have your band record rehearsal and record the songs the exact way they're going to perform them live on Sunday. This playback can help all of your production teams prepare to execute the worship songs well. It gives lighting, audio, and video a roadmap to where you're heading. Also, take this audio playback, post it on Planning Center for your, your Pro Presenter Operator to listen to. Require that they log in and listen to the songs a couple of times during the week in preparation for Sunday. Second, meet with your worship leader during the week to go over the flow of the service. It's good for the service producer or control room leader to meet with the worship leader to walk through the flow of the songs, any special solos or instrumentals, any speaking sections or transitions and more that may come up during that Sunday. I would take this information and create slide labels with notes like worship leader talks here or drum heavy in this transition. This would allow us to capture all the important elements on screen and enhance the worship experience. Third, I'd encourage you and your worship leader to meet together and also the pro-presenter operator to meet with your worship leader. Many times the pro-presenter operator and the worship leader never talk to each other on Sunday. Why is this? Encourage your worship leader to build relationships with your volunteers, especially those that can save them lots of embarrassment on stage. Have them help each other between services fix any lyric issues or other mistakes. Your pro presenter Operator is a worship leader in your setting every Sunday. Just because they may not be visible to the congregation, they are a key to the success of corporate worship at your church. My prayer is that these tips will help your pro presenter Operator and your production team feel more confident in executing your worship experiences for the glory of God.
1: Get more free coaching for your production team through our blog, podcast, and online resource library. Visit 1230.media slash training today.
0: My buddy Steve Dirks there with a church media tip for you. If you're a church media director and you'd like to share some of your knowledge with us, just like Steve, feel free to shoot us an email. Uh, Our email address is info at 1230.media. That's info at 1230.media. Just put church media tip in the subject line and feel free to email us today uh, or email us an audio recording and we might air it inside one of our podcast episodes. Uh, Again, our email is info at 1230.media. And if you want more free church media training, be sure to check out our blog and podcast archives at 1230.media. Just click on the training tab there on the site and choose between our different resources to learn more. If you click on podcasts, You can navigate to the Church Media Podcast to see the show notes for this episode, episode 162, or listen to past shows as well. Again, that's all at 1230.media. Click on the training tab and you will get to the blog, podcast, resources, our coaching options. All of our training resources are there for you. 1230.media. Check it out today. On the next Church Media Podcast. Our show next week is a big one as I welcome the author of Church Growth Flywheel, Rich Birch, to the podcast. Rich and I have very similar passions, and we had a blast hanging out. We'll be walking through the content of Rich's book for the next two weeks on the show. We'll talk about how to plan for big days in your church, the best ways to roll out a series, how to communicate a series, how to engage your community the best ways to communicate with your internal teams, and more. A ton of practical content headed your way over the next few weeks on the show. I want to thank our podcast producer, David Michael Hyde, who's been our producer since day one of the show. He is absolutely amazing. If you have an audio need at your church for scoring, custom audio for your video projects, anything, check him out at davidmichaelhyde.com. And thank you for listening this week. Go out there, guys, and create some incredible experiences this weekend. I'll catch you next week.
1: The Church Media Podcast is a production of the Ministry of 1230 Media and produced by David Michael Hyde. For show notes, archive episodes, and more free resources for your team, visit thechurchmediapodcast.com.